Energy, energy, big person. Energy. Arms down the sides. You are a ball of light floating through a stream of piss. Welcome to episode 196 of Regular Features, the, the podcast. Regular Features of the podcast. It's a great podcast for you and me. But today we've split the fucking time streams, haven't we? Because what's going on? How do you mean? I mean, there's a day... Is the EU referendum. I get what you mean. How is that splitting the time streams? Because what sci-fi are you applying Because here? in one reality, Britain has not lost its fucking marbles and left the EU as some sort of weird sovereignty, dignity thing. In that reality, the reality without the referendum, we're all just quietly racist ourselves anyway. Now we're getting a chance to express that racism <laughs> in the form of a vote to tell everyone to fuck off. So we don't know what's happening or what's going to happen. Depending on what point in time you listen to this, you might be there just watching the telly hoping things are going to go the right way. Yeah. Or you might be just a despondent mess realising that the people who surround you on a day-to-day basis are cunts. Yeah, absolutely. You might be walking to the shops with a really grey look on your face, listening to this, trying to cheer yourself up. And, and no, now... Now you know the exact percentage of which people around you yeah. are despicable shits. And you've gone onto this this mild comedy podcast uh, just to try and cheer yourself up about reality, but now we're just no, hammering it no, home. No, we've got none. We're as depressed as you are. And this guy's like, or, basically, or we're as jubilant and happy and relieved as you are. I don't know. And that's why we're splitting the time streams. I wish one of us was in, one of them was, was out, so we could at least have a zero-sum level of happiness here of just cancelling each other out. We could have a debate where we just shout opinions at each other. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, that's not true. Have a debate where one of us shouts opinions, whilst the other one shouts facts, and the person with the opinions... Oh, you're overstating the case. Oh. The, the, you're overstating... Oh. Oh. Well, I don't know. I think you're you're overstating the honesty of the Remain campaign, aren't you there? Yeah, possibly, yeah. Oh, possibly. I don't know. It's all despicable. We're all shit, and we're all going to get what we deserve. Let's do some features. Features! Titty-titty-bum-bum, titty-titty-bum, titty-bum-bum, titty-bum, titty-titty-bum. Do you know what I think the fundamental antagonism between the two sides is? What thing is this? It's, it's difficult to get into the other side's head. Yeah. Are we so, talking about so, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? What, so you, you reckon Raphael's having a crisis of confidence when it comes to thinking about what actually drives yeah. Shredder? Yeah. Am I getting it right yeah. or wrong? Is it Shredder or Splinter? Well, it, <laughs> Shredder's the, yeah, Splinter's the good rat. Thank God for that. I was thinking more that Ooh. Krang has some, like, body uh, image issues. I should have gone with Krang. He's the, he's the Krang. ambiguous. One. <laughs> I love Krang. Krang, not Krang. <laughs> oh, he man. So anyway, so what I've spent this, the first of my two EU features is trying to get into the minds of um, Boris Johnson and Gove by imagining that they live together in the houses of Parliament. Well, they will do if they win. But if it was their front room, their house. It sounds like it might be an odd couple. Yeah, but it sounds like the, origi- the original odd couple. So let's start with me, Boris Johnson, saying, Hi, Govey, I'm home. Tee-hee-hee, I'm naughty Gove. Ooh, what have you done, you oleaginous Barbie? I've just hit... Into this toilet. Well, that is, of course, wonderful news, Michael. But why on earth is that naughty? You're a handsome man, Boris Johnson, but you lack vision. This wasn't just one shit into one toilet. My whole life, I've been spearheading a personal campaign of shitting constantly into toilets in a series of key locations across Britain. Well, you have my ear, Michael. I just need to unbutton my shirt and tug gently at my chest hair to remind myself that I'm me. That means my shit 
My lovely Govegs have been entering the water supply of the UK for however old it says I am on my Wikipedia page. And today is the day that it's statistically inevitable that everyone in the country will have eaten at least a speck of my shit. Gove! You may look like a despicable chinless arsehole and a malevolent wet wooden puppet, but you're also a massive cunt, and I respect that. But one thing, does this mean that everyone's eaten my shit too? Well, statistically, that depends on the size and moistness of your shits, Boris. Small solid stools won't dissipate as quickly. A solid Bob Todd sitting at the bottom of a riverbed isn't getting eaten by the British public. That's why I eat nothing but duck liver and olive oil. Tell you what, if I do a shit on that table over there, maybe you could have a look-see at it and tell me maybe how much of it's been disputed around the British population. Yes, yes. I'm not an expert in microbiology, statistics, or, or anything else, but I think this is a matter of common sense. Actually, I'll tell you what, Boris, I just had the most delicious idea, but I must warn you, it is very naughty. Well, I'm a naughty boy myself, Michael. I flourish in naughty conditions. If you did a big shit in my mouth, and I ate it. The next shit I did would be amazing. It might be smaller and drier than my usual sloppy five-pack battleships, but my God, imagine the density. It'd be like a tiny cannonball that you could fire at the moon. Imagine that. Imagine the moon getting knocked out of its orbit by a two-man tawdry shitball. It would be as glorious as smoking one half of Winston Churchill's cigars, then stubbing it out on a single mother. It will work, because I believe it will work. Well, we will knock the moon into the sun, and it will make Britain great again. The next day. Have you seen the mirror? They've got pictures of you shitting into my mouth on the front page. Oh, I wouldn't worry about it. Something, something, dead pig, dick, something, etc. Something, something, met for something, political satire. Boo-ba-bee-boo-ba-bee-boo-boo. Oh, God. I don't know how proper comedy programmes do this satire shit, to be honest. It's difficult, the ends, isn't it? Difficult, the ends. Working your way out of a fucking sketch, trying to, trying to think of a punchline. Also, it's like well, you feel like you've well, got to have some sort of meaning, right? Well, you presented... Well, a punchline presented itself. Is it actually more shocking to shit in someone's mouth than it is to fuck a dead pig? Hmm. I don't know. But I'm not going to choose that as a cheat way out without couching it at least some kind of scriptwriter's regret. Fair. I was trying to sit down and write something about the EU. I was just like, it was all just a bit too depressing. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not sure I can make jokes about this because... It just makes me sad. Mm. It doesn't even make me angry anymore. It just makes me sad. No, I'm I'm dead chuffed that the pub I work in, most of the people I talk to who express a preference say that they're pro-Remain and they've just had a lifetime amongst in a fairly diverse working class area and they they don't care about yeah. external influences changing their society because see that they've seen their whole life and like it's not a worse place for it. Sure, you get the arseholes who say that a pub was turned into a mosque and isn't that a sign of British values of drinking getting replaced with foreign values of praying? I don't know. But the second someone says that mosque and you know they cut a tree down 
and they weren't allowed to. And I'd like to see a white person get away with that. My my heckles are up. Yeah, you just think, well, how do you have this conversation? Like, how do you, what, I mean, yeah. There's the constant thing of people being like, yeah, but you can't be mean. You can't be judgmental. A lot of people, they're just they're having a rough time and they're looking for answers. And you go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But there are also a lot of people out there who just inherently have some really nasty shit in their heads. Well, you can tell them their faces. They start frowning because yeah. they've got exp- anger that they know they have to express carefully. Yeah. And they're filtering so much shit that's unacceptable. You know what they're thinking is worse than their bland statement that, of course, things have changed a lot around here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's funny, actually, some people I've talked to have been like, this weird thing of being like, oh, yeah, but the Pol- we had a lot of Polish people and they took jobs and they didn't really integrate and stuff. And it's like, but then lots of people I've spoken to go, oh, I've worked with loads of Polish people. They're awesome. And it's this weird thing. Yeah. It's like, maybe you've approached these people by standing, frowning at them and then expecting them to come over to you and say, hello, I'm... And it's like, that's not how people work. Like, it's yeah. the thing of when they then don't come over and say, hey, people go... Oh, well, of course they don't. They don't want to integrate. They don't want to talk well, to me. Well, they don't around chatting. Don't Hello, England. <laughs> don't want to talk to me. The man's scowling at them from afar. Yeah, and you love their lager because it's slightly stronger and better than ours. Yes, it's fucking well strong. They have pictures of buffaloes on the tins, so you know you're getting a good time. It's the perfect compromise between weak, our weak piss and our super strong piss. It's a nice 5.56% range of lagers. That's the perfect getting piss rate. Drinking 9% is like hammering the buttons in any game that has a stamina mechanic. <laughs> Anyway, I've been thinking a lot about what's going to happen if and when we leave the EU. And I think, you know, it's things if like... And when. If or when, sorry. <laughs> if or when. I, I just want to know how bleak you are about this whole thing. No, I think we're... I th- I'm feeling more confident about it than I was. I'm feeling a lot more confident. Last week, I was feeling pretty despondent. Mm. Um, I, You know, no amount of drinks you poured into me could make me smile. It was just... It was, <laughs> it, was, it was an awful night. But, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of that, you know, the fact that sort of having to give things back to the EU, like sort of second season of The Wire on DVD, and just sort of having this weird breakup is not comfortable. But obviously, it's going to be really hard for other people. There are going to be some people that, if we do leave the EU, are going to be really hit hard by this. And it's a shame, um, because a lot of these people really don't deserve to be hit so hard for this. People are going to lose their jobs. And one of the people who is going to be hit really hard by this, someone who's going to lose their job very quickly, is uh, is George Osborne, oh, no. uh, Chancellor of the Exchequer. Yeah, I know, right? And that's just really sad because he works hard, uh, he plays hard, and he's he's going to probably have he to... He inhales hard. He inhales hard. You know, nobody can say these things aren't true. Not even if forced to in court under libel laws. It's just, it's just the way it is. But luckily... Um, <laughs> Earlier on, I said we were splitting the streams and sort of living in a reality of sliding doors with two realities uh, facing us, like two ducks looking at you at the same time. Um, I've actually got access from opposite angles. From opposite angles, yeah, yeah. And you can't see them both at the same time. But so you can't be sure they're not the same duck teleporting. Exactly. And even if you spin around really quickly, it's just going to make things worse. Ducks quacks do echo. Yep. Contrary to the popular internet myth. So if it does quack and bounce off a wall behind you, it might sound like a duck behind you. You basically can never be sure how many ducks there are. It's basically, this is the same as the uncertainty, Heisenberg's uncertainty principle of two being surrounded by two ducks. It actually is. It is. It's the same thing. You can be sure of one duck, but the other duck is lost 
to you. And I mean, if you listen to this podcast, there's no way of being entirely sure that me and Log aren't the same person. Anyway, luckily, because we've split the time streams, we've opened up a schism in reality, and uh, that's allowed me to to just sort of wiggle my pinkies through this crack and uh, and grab something. Uh, a little bit tasty from the future. My God. And luckily, what I've managed to find, because my hand ended up in Waterstones 2050, uh, is the uh, biography of George Osborne. So I'm just going to read you a little extract about the day that in this reality, he had to leave his home and his job at government. government. Next door to the that. government. Yeah, yeah. Call came in from Davy Cammers, had to give up and shaft up and move out of Downers. Cleaners in at 10, time to huff the dust away. Half the dust away, half the dust away, <laughs> half the dust away. Huffing up the powder like I'm Henry the Hoover. Check out those lines, I huff it up all of the time. Like pig sex in breeches. What else is in the teachers of Eton? Oh, anyway, I started to huff it all. Oh, very good, sir. Thank you. Thank you very Eggs and peaches. Obviously, everyone <laughs> applauded my song at the time. Anyway, I started a half a dollar. Bedside lamp smashed it to fuck. Smashed it up. Smashed it up the nozzle. Bags and bags and bags of the stuff. How many covers does this bloody place have? I marveled to myself as I waltzed <laughs> through the home. I'd very soon leave. Wife and kids were waiting in the car. PA had offered to come in and help me carry the bags of white funzo out in the boot. But I said no. No way, PA Jose. Fresh slate, fresh start, fresh nose, fresh contacts. Bag after bag after stash after the stash. Chuffer duffer, yes please. Got carried away. Racked up granddad's ashes. Smashing stuff. Lovely little tickler. Was just <laughs> about to warm up old papa up the left nozzle when cameras busted through the door. Bozzers had turned up half an hour early, wanted to check into 1-0 Downers. Cams had spent so long disinfecting the basement that he hadn't had a chance to pack away the smut. Reams and reams of greasy old oink smut. Boxes of the stuff. Last week's photo shoot was all hanging up on those strings in the Darkroom. Help us out, Big G, pleaded Cammy DD. And I was so off my nut that I thought, I've got a great plan. We torched the fucking place to the ground. I mean, if we couldn't have the country, why the fuck should anyone else have a piece of it? Camo grabbed a balaclava from his IRA sex box and I yoinked some curtains down, wrapping myself a make-do burka, made a fun joke about terrory browners, fashioned a firebomb from my absinthe library and started legging it down the road. Two through the window, place was ablaze. Huff it up a ding dong! <laughs> oh, the catch Oh, what a ruddy rush! <laughs> Police chap nearby tried to tackle me, smashed his face into the pavement until the chap stopped moving. Racked up another cheeky chaff on the cobbles of the road while helicopters circled. Cambo had pegged it by this point. Ob. Run off to the Cotswolds to old mummy cameras. SWAT team turned up in the end, I think. All got a bit heated. Said I was sorry. Ended up with community service and having to do the rounds on di- daytime telly, rolling out Apollos for what I'd, what I'd done on Loose Women and <laughs> Bloody This Morning. Top chuffer Charlie on Loose Women, though. Head of a green room, fair play to the girls. Of course, it was only a couple of months after that I ended up accidentally murdering Bojo. To be fair, though, choke sounds a lot like joke. Let me chuff that stuff. Or let me chuff that stuff. That stuff, baby. That chaff a duff duff dong. <laughs> and that's uh, obviously, it won't be out until 2047, but I think it's a really great read. That's, I can't wait to hear the audiobook. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. 
Because now it's like the almanac from Back to the Future. I can try and wangle the job for doing the audiobook. Because I'll be like, I'm not good at the source material. Well, maybe the fact that you can't change the past, which I believe was the moral in Alice Through the Looking Glass. Yeah. I can be you well now you've good. established it as the future. We've just set a course for that. Wonderful. I can't, I personally, that's going to be the highlight of the next 40 years for me. Personally, I can't believe that I'd end up recording an audiobook for George Osborne's life for various reasons. But if it's fate, fuck it. I might as well just be a Tory now. I'm just going to go oh, and set fire to some... Yeah, I'll do it now. I do want a Tory friend, because I feel like they're an underrepresented minority. Uh, I've got circle. one Tory friend on Facebook, and I keep him on there just to remind me what it's like to be angry. Ah, uh, yeah. You know. Fucking <laughs> pieces of shit. Absolutely humans. reprehensible. There's just no excuse for it. Is a good my regular features. I am in paradise. Bum, bum, bum. Do we like my friend? Well, I think it's all been a bit negative campaigning so far, hasn't it? Mm. Well, no, I think as a Tory, I don't know what I think anymore. So maybe, maybe not. Well, there's another Tory, probably a bigger Tory than you. Bigot. Oh, is that where the word bigot comes from? I didn't know you were a Tory as well. Have you, oh, have you converted already? Of course, though. it's the way the wind's blowing. I'm going to be on the right side of history. Fair play, fair play. <sighs> but yeah, but anyway, I still don't like the tone of it. Everyone's having a go at each other. We've, mm. We ourselves have succumbed to name-calling on the other side. Yeah, that's true. The other side who are cunts. Absolutely. Absolutely monstrous Absolutely. people. Yeah. Just not, not it, barely even. Why are they so naive? Why do they think good things can happen? Why can't they just let us responsible, efficient, evil bastards rule everything? At least we know how to do it. At least yeah. we know how to crush people into the ground for no reason. Ridiculous. Hey? Naivety is a worse sin than evil. Absolutely. Absolutely. At least we know where we're going. Exactly. Uh, so, anyway, to revert back... To my pro-Europe stance, I'd like to reach out to everyone else, our 27 brothers in this beautiful adventure. Let's be clear for the readers the here, though. Let's be clear for the readers. Are you reaching out to everyone else, or are you reaching, reaching around, around to everyone else? Well, what is I the, want to know. What is border? A border is just a huge reach around. <laughs> and I'd like to define the borders of my nation-state by snaking it around... Oh, I'm giving him a little tickle. Here's my reach around to the 27 brothers of ours, the EU state that we call home. So I've picked out a little bit, my favourite bit of each member state, and I'm going to go through it now. Member. Member. Look at the state of his member. Uh... Oh, give us a kiss. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so let's start. Well, there's there's one for every member state. This was a a massive undertaking for me. So, yeah, if you can just kick, kick the ball rolling. Absolutely. The bit of water next to Italy. Do you think some of the water next to Britain is nice? Then you can't have seen some of the water next to Italy. It's bluer than the moody blues and considerably less moody. Way to go, Italy! Number two. A burp some Belgian broad did. Hoo-hoo! Did you see that big Belgian broad do a big burp? I'm glad she's not inside this waffle house, standing in front of my waffles. Otherwise, she'd have burped on my waffles! I love you, Belgium! Number three. An onion rolling down a French hill. Is there anything more quintessentially French than an onion rolling down a hill? What if it was on a bicycle? What if the onion was a prostitute? France, you crazy son of a bitch! I wouldn't have it any other way! Some food from Slovakia. Wow, what's this on my plate? Something from Slovakia, you say? Well, what the fuck is it? 
And you say these people eat this stuff? That's, that's amazing. What a time to be alive, to have free movement through a country that serves up this stuff on a plate. Glad you're here, Slovakia. Actually, that food was from Slovenia. This is Slovakian food. Oh, I guess there's egg on my face now. Literally, because it turns out I'm eating a fucking basket of Slovakian eggs. Thanks for the eggs in and on my face, Slovakia. Austrian alien slug buildings. Who the hell designed this Kunsthaus Graz, Austria? It looks like a goddamn slug halfway through inverting itself in a bucket of salt. Oh, it was designed by Colin Fournier and Peter Cook, you say? But not the Peter Cook I'm thinking of. Christ, I only asked a simple question. I didn't ask for a disambiguation page, Austria. Got to go now. Love you. The I-6 road in Bulgaria. Ooh, 316 miles. That's a long bit of road. I mean, I thought the M1 was long, but compared to the I-6, it ain't all that. Boy, I could drive up and down that baby all night long with my baby in my passenger seat, trunk full of euros. I reckon the world would be my oyster. Thanks for the big road, Bulgaria. Kiss, kiss. That checky bit in the middle of the Croatian flag. Who decided to put a red and white chessboard in the middle of your flag, you crazy sons of bitches? Chessboards are black and white, and they're 8x8 eight eight grids, and they're square. What the hell is with chess in your country? I don't care. I hate chess, but I love Croatia. All the wasps in the Republic of Cyprus. Wasps are bastards, right? Not in Cyprus. Every wasp carries a little barrel of honey from a bee he is happily married to, and it drops it onto anyone who says the Lord's Prayer. Ask and ye shall receive. Ye shall receive a tiny barrel of honey. Thanks, Cyprus wasps. You're the best. The Greek bumming ditch. Hey, Greece. Why are you so ashamed of bumming these days? I mean, you guys invented it, and now everyone has to bum in a big ditch? Well, whatever the human rights implications, suits me. I love bumming in a ditch. Woof, Greece! Thanks for the big ditch. Love you! The word Hungary. Hey, Hungary. Thanks for sounding like the word hungry. This will open up scope for some amazing jokes if Turkey ever do join the EU. Because Turkey is the name of a food that hungry people can eat. Thanks for being game for a laugh, hungry. You're the best. The Czech Republic's Duchy of Bohemia. Boy, yoy, yoy, the Czech Republic. In the 9th century, the Duchy of Bohemia sure did emerge from you. And I want to be bohemian like you, which is a song by the Dandy Warhols. But did you know Andy Warhol's mum was from Slovakia? You gonna stand for that, the Czech Republic? Hey! Whoa! Calm down, guys! There's plenty of Andy Warhol to go around! Kiss and make up, fellas! Some of the weird yellow air in Denmark. Everyone who breathes that patch of yellow air in Copenhagen's Bioscience Park gets a random superpower for 20 seconds. I got big retractable claws and a tin foreskin! What a great day for selfies! Hashtag tin foreskin! See you next year, Denmark! The child in every Estonian well. What's with the children down the wells, Estonia? They can't be happy, but they won't get in the buckets you drop down. And they sing in beautiful harmonies when they can see the moon. Are they born down there? Why aren't I allowed to feed them? You've got to know this is weird, Estonia. But I guess it's all part of your crazy charm. Hugs to you. Finland's virtual reality zoo. I was astonished when a giraffe licked me, and I actually felt it.
but I was less impressed when I took my helmet off and saw a man had been dipping a real severed giraffe dong into a bucket of human saliva and slapping it across my face. Did you have to cut out the giraffe's tongue, Finland? Is that supposed to be less cruel? Well, I still had a lovely time. Thanks, Finland! German paprika crisps. Really, Germany? That's the spice you chose to run with. Paprika. <laughs> That's the spice your crisp industry decided to double down on. Fucking paprika. Jesus Christ, Germany. Have you not even heard of prawn cocktail? Don't you dare look at me like prawn cocktail is weird. So help me God, Germany, I'm coming over there and we're going to swap crisps and make out. I love you, Germany, never let me go. The inflatable fists in every Irish shop window. It's one of Ireland's most endearing customs. Somewhere in every shop window is a clenched inflatable fist. If you find it, they have to give it to you. But be careful, they get one free punch before you can leave. Nice one, Ireland! Latvia's strongest man, Danis Megaris. World's strongest man finalist, Danis Megaris, sure can lift up a heavy ball and put it on a pedestal. If we leave the EU, we will lose our annual blow on the magic whistle that summons Danis Megaris and compels him to perform a feat of strength for your delight. I need to blow that whistle. The fact that the president of Lithuania looks like a TV detective. God damn it, Lithuanian president Dalia Grabauskaita. You look like Jessica Fletcher. You solving crimes over there in Lithuania? And oh God, the prime minister you appointed, Agerdas Butkevicius, looks a bit like Colombo. I sure as shit won't be murdering anyone during my brief stay in Lithuania. The only thing I'll killing, the only thing I'll be killing, will be time in your brilliant museums and galleries. Gotta love Lithuania. The Maltese Falcon's new love interest, the Dutch Kestrel. Everyone loves the Maltese Falcon. But sorry, girls, he's dating a Kestrel from the Netherlands. And they got married in Luxembourg. That's three countries in one. I'm getting bored. Love you all. Poland's areas where the sea sometimes is, but also frequently isn't. When the sea is there, you could be forgiven for thinking that people don't like this area so much. But you'd be wrong. They just like it more when the sea isn't there, so they can have a nice lie down on the bit where the sea was. And who can blame them? Who wants the sea lapping at their armpits and slamming crabs into their fannies? You've got the right idea, Poland. The forbidden riddle tombs that litter the hills of Portugal. When I go on holiday, I have to 100% a country. So imagine my excitement when I found dozens of forbidden tombs set into the landscape, filled with leathers that change the level of the water. Nice puzzles, Portugal. The fact that Romania sounds like it has the word remain in it. I certainly hope we vote Romania. <laughs> uh, seriously though, you guys are the best! The fact that we stole some furry arts from a gay nightclub in Spain and nobody arrested us. Hey Spain, thanks for being not too uncool about the fact that a bunch of us British pricks from a podcast stormed into your nightclub, took our tops off and stole some pencil drawings of a fox with big tits. You're one of the good guys, Spain. We owe you. The 500-sided die in Sweden hovering in a vacuum until the day when it must be rolled. No one knows what is keeping the huge 500 die in place in the Storshakan Cathedral, or what the 500 depictions of apocalypse that cover its side actually mean. They just live in fear that one day it will drop and land on the one side where it looks like everyone gets eaten by pigs. And then it leaves us, Britain. Britain. The one I can't write a love letter to at the moment. No. Because I'm frankly not feeling it. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just like, I'm not feeling it. But I've got to say, like that was an incredible feat of work. Um, I think it probably as much energy and effort and, and attention to detail went into the formation of the European Union in the first place. 
I actually went onto websites to find out how to pronounce the I can tell. Kam Cathedral. I can tell. <laughs> and also your reflections on Germany pretty much sum up my entire relationship with Germany of, my God, I love Germany. I love German people. But get some but crisps. fuck's sake, paprika. What is it with what you? What the fuck? I mean, like, with other stuff, sure. Just paprika? On top is of this a, a fucking joke? On top of a tuna melt, it's a lovely little curve to the taste maybe you're on, tasting. Maybe on some deviled eggs. Yeah. Damn right on some deviled eggs. But just paprika? Just paprika. <sighs> yeah, you're right, I've changed my mind. Germany's love of paprika is making me want to vote exit. Yeah, same. Uh, out. So uh, hopefully when you're listening to this, uh, UK will be, uh, as it should be, rightly just rolling on a wave of sovereignty with our own good crisps. I can't you know, wait until my government listens to every word I say finally. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh. And they can spend that money on the NHS and maybe give some to Gary Lineker just so we can keep us in the business of good, quality, solid British flavoured crisps. Gary, mate, thanks for keeping the invasion of paprika crisps at bay. Anyway, whilst our relationship with Europe might be tenuous and our relationship with Britain is definitely fucking on the rocks, thank you, readers. We still love you. The nation you. state of regular features. The nation state of regular features. We will uh, probably jettison this world uh, quite soon. So if you are enjoying this podcast, then go to iTunes and give us a review. Or if you really like a podcast, you can go to Patreon spots, patreon.com forward slash regular features. Or I think maybe this week we should say instead of doing as a Patreon, you should make Maybe support the charity that you've been doing. Yeah, that's a that's a better idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember when this podcast was going live, but then that's stupid it, because the entire of this podcast has been set up around it going live on Thursday. Yes, it's the, so, it's the referendum. Jesus, Matt, get your fucking grips on a grip. Yeah, um, this week I'm doing a charity event uh, for a, a a charity which mainly specialises in gynecological, which is a fantastic word. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, uh, varieties of, of gynecological cancers. In particular, it's researching. You make it sound like a Baskin Robbins. <laughs> yeah, forty-seven varieties of gynecological. It's because people think it's just vagina, but then you've got like the cervix, you've got the womb, you've got the uterus, you've got all sorts of bits. Hmm. And basically, there's not a lot of money being put into research for it because, hey, did you know that the world's basically a little bit sexist? So yeah, there's not a lot of money going into that area of research at all. So I'm trying I'm to raise. Glad you and man have stepped in to fix that. That's <laughs> terrible isn't it it's genuinely <laughs> terrible so uh, yeah it's um, we're playing Pants Man me and Chris Bratt are playing some Dark Souls on Saturday and uh, we're raising money for specifically a uh, charity fund which is looking at researching the very nasty form of cancer that my girlfriend had uh, about a year and a half ago and thankfully doesn't have right now but other people have had it since and died very quickly so uh, it's quite frightening and I-, I should point out that even if it does come back for us this research won't really help us but it will be fantastic in the fact that when other people find themselves in the same position in the future they won't be told rather uh, honestly by the doctors yeah sorry we don't really know anything about this because there hasn't been any research yeah so uh, which is a weird prognosis to have to be yeah, like it's just shrug emoji I mean there was there was one point this is getting very real very quickly but there was one point we were asked whether or not we wanted she wanted radiotherapy and it's like <laughs> you you kind of want to be told really rather than yeah. being like do you want it because we don't really know some people in America think it helps but we don't really know well yeah I'll have it it's like well, no we didn't what's the it's like, not okay because yeah, it's like do you want to be blasted with radiation it's like it maybe will have all these horrendous effects on you for the rest of your life and will it help we don't know Okay. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, yeah, it's investing into research for this stuff. So hopefully, in five years' time or in ten years' time, when more people get this horrible rare cancer, they'll, have they'll sit more down percentage to what and they'll go about yeah. the radiotherapy. Yeah, they'll go. Well, this has a twenty percent. Will they have any percentages? We didn't have any percentages. They just went. It's really bad. 
But we don't know anything more than that. Like, they couldn't even give us a percentage chance for survival. So, hey, that got real all of a sudden. But if well, that's... Well, well, that's... It got real, and hopefully that will compel you to do a little contribute. Yeah, give us some money if you can. Um, Yes, um, it's justgiving.com forward slash pantsman, as in underpants. uh, I don't see why you have to make it so juvenile. It's very serious. It's making it pants, Joe. I know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? But hey, people like Pants Man and I like making money for charity. So uh, if you think that's something that's worthwhile, it's quite a niche charity, but it's the sort of thing where actually because there's no money going into it, um, uh, pumping money into it actually makes quite a substantial difference to only a small amount of people. But hey, maybe you want to make a mild difference to lots of people or maybe you want to make a really big difference to a small number of people. It's up to you. But if you want to give us some money for that, that would be fantastic. Good people, all of you. Yeah. Do as you see fit. Do do whatever you like. I won't judge you. Even, um, even that's nothing. I mean, I've listened to lots of very compelling charity appeals and done nothing. It does make me feel a little bit smaller as a person, but well. Yeah, but that's 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 yeah, that's fine. That's me. If you thought my features were a bit shit for a year and a half, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Trauma. Anyway, thank you for listening to Regular Features, and we'll return next week. Well, won't we ne- live one next week? Will it be? Oh no, no, we've got a while yet. Um, you won't get to hear the live one for a while. That's no, but we are recording the live show before it goes out. A few weeks where it goes out, so um, we'll be talking about that just to tantalise you, make you feel bad. Mm, um, it'd be embargoed, but yeah, we'll see you next week on this podcast. God love you. God love you. Let's just pray for Britain, please. Pray for Britain tonight. Goodbye. Bye.